Hello, everybody, and welcome to In the Doll World, a show spotlighting the passion and the people of the doll community. With your host, me, Georgette Taylor, former vice president and co-founder of Big Beautiful Dolls, and Tammy Fisher, owner of Curiosity Dolls and Collectibles. Join us as we talk to and feature fascinating new dolls and doll artists, from avid collectors to repainters, redesigners, bloggers, authors, filmmakers, and all the people in between as they share their journeys, give us glimpses into their processes and what propels their passion and drive that help to keep the doll world moving and shaking. Here are your hosts, Georgette and Tammy. Hello, my name is Georgette and welcome to In the Doll World with my co-host Tammy Fisher. Today we are talking to Debbie Garrett, who is a black doll enthusiast, doll historian, and author of three books on the subject of black dolls. She also is a doll blogger with two blogs, one black doll collecting and the other one ebony essence of dolls in black. Welcome so much to the show. Thank you so much for being here, Debbie. Thank you for having me. We're so excited. I tell you, we're just really excited about talking to you because uh, I know I have known you for many, many years and uh, have seen your, uh, not all of your collection, but have seen a huge part of your collection. And uh, we've also done some things together when I was doing Big Beautiful Dolls. We met at some uh, expos. We've done a doll panel together. And uh, I'm just excited to start to share more about who you are and why you started this journey of being a black doll collector. So we're Great. very excited about Great. that. Well, I'm happy to share my, share my story with those who are interested. So why did you become a uh, black doll collector? I'm interested in your journey on that. <laughs> well, I uh, became a black doll collector after I purchased a porcelain doll for my daughter. It was going to be a gift for her 13th birthday. I had ordered it from a catalog. A neighbor of mine was selling, she hosted crystal, pro, uh, crystal products. She gave, blah. she gave <laughs> parties, That's crystal okay. parties in her, in her home. I mm-hmm. wasn't able to attend, but I wanted to support her. So I ordered this uh, porcelain doll from the catalog. And after it arrived, because of its fragile nature and my daughter not knowing whether or not she would take care of it, I decided to keep it for myself and uh, build the collection around <laughs> it. <laughs> so, you, so you kept the doll and you were going to buy it? Yeah, okay. I robbed her, robbed her of that doll. And she actually didn't know about it until several years after I had been collecting. She found out, you kept my doll. That's funny. Yes, I did. I still have it. It's it's just basically a cookie cutter type doll. Right. Uh, right. But you know, I didn't I wasn't in an informed collector at the time. So <laughs> anything that was anything that was black and, and a doll, I I usually bought it. Yeah. So. Well what I know you said you, you you got the doll and you kept it for yourself, but what motivated you to then start collecting dolls? Well, I didn't have black dolls as a child. Mm-hmm. All my all of my dolls were white because my mother said the dolls that were were uh, the black dolls that were available weren't adequate representations of black people. Mm. Um, so, and she didn't want me to imprint on anything negative. So she opted to buy the white dolls instead. So obviously, I was just feel, feeling a need, a void mm-hmm. that I had not owning black child's as black dolls as a child 
by purchasing and building the collection around the one doll. I have her here if you want to see her. Yes, we love her. Oh. Yeah, her name is Jessica. That's and a pretty she's, doll. Yeah, she's just yeah, basically, you know, just a cookie cutter is what I call them, porcelain mm -hmm. doll. But um, but she has really she, good features, though. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Actually, I, don't, yeah. I think they may have used... I'm not sure if this mold was used for white dolls. It may have been just devoted to black dolls. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, she's the one who started it all. <laughs> and how long ago has that been? I know you say when your daughter was small, but how long? What's right. the time frame you're talking about? It was 1991. So I've been working wow. for 28 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> So what changes um, do have you seen in the types of dolls that are available from the time that you started doing uh, collecting black dolls? Mm -hmm. Well, from the time, like I said, I, mm -hmm. mo most of the ones that I started collecting were like Jessica, you know, basically a porcelain mass produced doll. Mm -hmm. I progressed uh, from those to artist doll, limited edition artist dolls. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so throughout the years, I've seen the dolls features change where they are more ethnically correct they're not just uh brown versions of white dolls mm -hmm. and also other changes uh there are more african-american artists and manufacturers making dolls to fill the void of uh there not being black dolls in in, in other manufacturers and artists lines because a lot of times black dolls have just not have been excluded Mm -hmm. And so we have more um, African Americans in the right. doll market, in that's the doll true. business. You know, mm -hmm. you know yes. for yourself. Yes, that's and, true. Uh, then the hair textures have changed. The black mm -hmm. dolls—they don't just have straight hair; they have uh, natural textured hair. And right, that's true. They're not just fashion dolls, and not just the thin or slender uh, body type. You have a variety of body types now, so it's there. There have been a lot of positive changes in the market. Yeah, yeah I definitely, I definitely think you're right on that. There's definitely been a lot of, a lot more positive changes in that, mm -hmm. in that arena. You know, like you said, even with, <clears throat> even with, um, even with sizes. You know, the, like you said, the body types, which is becoming right. much more um, acceptable. Uh, which I mean, it's part of who we are. It's all exactly. types of women and you know, mm -hmm. all different types of young girls that people are trying to portray, you know, in doll, in doll mm -hmm. collecting. Um, mm -hmm. So let me ask a question. Uh, does your daughter collect dolls? No. She, she has does. no interest in them whatsoever. You made the right decision to keep the doll for yourself. I did. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. So, uh, how did you transition? How did you? Well, why did you uh, decided to uh, to create books? Because uh, you have your author of three books, and uh, I mean, I've seen all of them. They are just amazing, and um, thank you. Uh, they're they're very very in depth, and I I do love the fact that you research a lot and that you do you know you do what you do to, right. to the point where it's really you know it's very um, it's very important. I think to keep mm -hmm. all that information alive people understand where dolls come from you know mm -hmm. and so how did you decide or what made you decide to start to, to write to write your first book well <clears throat> the first book was actually written 
because I was asked by the CEO of Hobby House Press to write it. He had been uh, approached by a fellow doll collector who knew about my passion for uh, doing doll research and documenting uh, my findings. So she recommended him to me. Well, actually, after she asked him uh, why his publishing company hadn't published a book on black dolls, he says, well, <laughs> can you recommend someone? So she recommended me. And um, he emailed me directly and asked me. And of course, initially, I, I turned him down because I'm thinking, where am I going to find the time to do this? I'm full-time. I'm working full-time. I'm mother of two wife and you know so but then I came to the realization that not very many people who uh, are have not been published are asked by the CEO of a publishing company to right. write a book so I stopped blocking that blessing and, and signed the contract and within six <laughs> months the uh, manuscript was submitted uh, this was in 2002 and the book was published in 2003 Okay. And it, it's the first uh, full-color mm -hmm. Black Doll reference book ever published that uh, it identifies, describes, and values over 400 dolls. And yeah. this is the book. I have it. The Definitive Guide there we are. to oh, Collecting <laughs> Black Dolls. And Deja is in it. <laughs> I know she is. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I really appreciate so. the fact that you asked me to uh to have her included mm -hmm. in the book so yeah it's been it's been really pretty cool mm -hmm. to have her in a book i was just excited we're gonna get <laughs> to the other exciting part about seeing all these beautiful dolls in a minute but um <laughs> so uh so you did this one and um then you did two other ones mm -hmm. um so what, yes. what, what continues your drive on that uh, well my love for writing and, mm -hmm. and research uh on the on the subject that I enjoy, Black Dolls. Actually, after the first book was published, I began writing the second book, not, you know, just taking my time because I wasn't under okay. contract to meet a deadline or anything. Mm -hmm. So in 2003, uh, from 2003 to 2008, I uh, worked on my second book. Mm -hmm. I I queried other publishers because Hobby House Press went out of business in 2006, I believe. So they were no longer publishing uh, books on collectibles. I queried several publishers, or well, a couple that I can recall, and I was told that there wasn't a market for books on black dolls. Well, and we know mm -hmm, how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I do. And so, not accepting the no, and because I know that there is a market, I uh, decided to self-publish my second mm -hmm. book. Wow. And uh, I did. And it's uh, Black Dolls, a comprehensive Yay. guide to celebrating, collecting, and experiencing the passion. And yeah, it identifies values and describes over a thousand dolls. Nice. That is really pretty cool. I love that. I do. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> you know, and you're right. I mean, as far as, the, you know, as far as always saying that there's never, um, a big enough audience, you know, for what right. it is that, um, that we do or that wh whoever, whatever that category is, there's always an audience. I feel exactly. there's always an audience, you know, exactly. and you have been, and you have been in the, in that field um, of study as far as dolls and history and collecting to know that it's an audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, so. And I had been frustrated because um, other collectible books. Now I have a library full of books on dolls, mm -hmm. but the the black doll information in them is you know there's it's just not enough right if if there even if if there's even a presence of black dolls in the books right uh, so hmm. it's like we it, we as black doll collectors don't exist but we do and our yeah. dolls exist a too of, a huge mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean i did when i i went to the um the doll expo the detroit doll expo um mm -hmm. that, San, that sandra epps does and um yeah i mean there are people out there who want this information and who love dolls and who create exactly beautiful dolls so mm -hmm. um the fact that there there was not a, a market for that um yeah that's not right but uh no <laughs> and as then, they say excuses exactly. only satisfy those who make them and that's you know, the truth <laughs> and i wasn't satisfied with that excuse so so you made another take, book. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, one of the, the, sorry. Yeah, you go right ahead. Okay, one of the trends that I've seen with, you know, the Black Doll Collector has been this movement in the African community. We're seeing more, more Black Dolls coming from Africa, being made right. by Africans. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're seeing, you know, the African clothing. And do you mm -hmm. want to talk any about you know that with your you know with your journey with collecting and and seeing this you know us embracing these african dolls and african doll makers. yeah well um i'm i've i've failed to include that some of the new manufacturers of dolls or creators of dolls are africans mm -hmm. as well because mm -hmm. they were in their in their search for dolls for either family members or mm -hmm. you know children right. uh, they couldn't find them you know, it was always the blonde, blue-eyed doll, even in Africa, that was only available for black children. So pe people like uh, Tammy, what's the name of the, the A-Girls, A-Girls, oh, the A-Girl, Bakani, the A-Girls, and then there are several other others yeah. that i'm aware of the prince of princes of africa for, uh, fashion dolls mm -hmm. uh, they are they are from africa they met the uh creators from africa so mm -hmm. yeah i've i've uh, i've seen that as well it's it's just a global issue uh, mm -hmm. the lack of black dolls being available for black children and and we just need the representation everybody needs to be represented yeah, everybody does. I mean, it's so interesting. It's, it's very interesting because, you know, this is 2019. It's not like, you know, it's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's not 1952. I mean, right, exactly. So you would think that there would be dolls that are African-American that are all over the globe mm -hmm. because there are makers of African-American dolls, you know? Right. And, and to, to see that these women are, are, are creating dolls because they still can't find dolls, Mm -hmm. And that because white dolls are still represented way more in those communities as well. To me, it's just, I don't, I, I, I guess I'm kind of, I'm kind of stunned in that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That mm -hmm. they're just not, that they're just, the, the reach is just still not a, a, a good amount of reach right. for African-American dolls. So obviously, no matter how much we're producing, we still need to produce more. Mm -hmm. Well, it's twofold because we go back to looking at historically at the studies that we've seen done that say that we don't like our dolls, yes. our dolls are not pretty, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and we're still seeing that. And so I work with people in different countries. I work with Ama, you know, in Britain, 
And so Amma takes dolls. She gives away black dolls in Britain and mm. also in Ghana. And she says that, and when they are in Africa, they have a hard time in, in Ghana, Sierra Leone, they're having a hard time giving away some of the dolls because there, yeah, there, mm. there's this whole prevalence of the black dolls are not attractive. Mm. So we're still in Africa in some of the African countries, I can't say all of Africa because it's mm -hmm. a huge continent, mm -hmm. but in some of the African countries, we're still battling yeah. to say that the dolls are beautiful, that the children are beautiful. So yeah. we are, we're still fighting that battle. Right. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, that maybe, is really interesting. Maybe one black doll at a time will really <laughs> win that yeah. battle. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. And the fact that, you know, the fact that you are doing writing books and, and are talking about, you know, not just um, not just collecting, but the history about them, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And celebrating them and, and, and being excited about the passion of having a black doll. I think it's right. so important, Debbie, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I really um, I really respect what you do. And I'm really um, excited that you are continuing to, you know, showcase. Uh, uh, black dolls and, and actually giving a place for people to say, hey, this is what I love, you know, this mm -hmm. is what, this is what is available and, right. and, and uh, talking about that. So mm -hmm. uh, that's really pretty cool. Now, I'm excited because I want to talk to you about your, uh, your venture into the uh, Perot Museum, okay? Oh, right. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I want you. I want you to talk about your dolls being in a museum, which I think is just absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, well, actually, um, I was. What is his, his name? Was Michael? I, I just call. I'll just call him Mike. <laughs> he actually found me through my blog. I've been found through my blog by several different people, uh, and asked me. Well, told me about the Eye of the Collector exhibition that mm -hmm. was going to take place, and he wanted me to participate. He wanted me to be one of the nine different collectors who shared mm -hmm. their objects with the community. And uh, I was excited. I was honored, you know, to be asked. And actually, uh, but then I, I was struggling with which dolls will I take? Which dolls do, if something happens to them, I won't mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to survey the collection. And uh, of course, I love all my dolls, but I'm attached to some that more than others. And so I did, you know, I, I selected a variety of dolls from all genres, uh, all categories to, to send. I sent actually 100, but wow. they only had space for 86. Uh, and kept the others there until the end of the uh, exhibition. They were there for five months. Mm -hmm. And uh, the exhibit was well received by the community uh, with over 100,000 attendees. So, wow. Yeah, and with TV exposure, Good Morning America, uh, Good Morning Texas, Texas right. to get a, mm -hmm. get a story on it. And uh, um, I was honored and to be there with, uh, Bat Batman, uh, no, no, the Superman, Batman, Spider Superman, Spider Man, somebody, some superhero collector. <laughs> Beatles, uh, there was a Beatles collector yeah, and Beatles, um, wow. mm -hmm. a lady who made or something, or there was a Pez collector. Pez, oh, yeah, um, Pez, mm -hmm. and uh, there were a total of nine of us: the coins, silver coin collector, um, and so it was exciting. Yeah. 
It's very exciting. Yeah, I, I thought it was really exciting. When you told me, it was so funny because um, you told me about it. And I was, I was actually coming back into Texas because I had mm-hmm. already been out of Texas and we came to visit. And I remember I said, before I leave, I'm going to go make sure I see this exhibit. Because <laughs> I just knew it was something that I had to see. Yeah. Plus, again, you know, Amazing. it was a personal thing. You know, Deja was in the exhibit. So I'm not going to Yeah, she was. I'm not going to cry. Know, I'm <laughs> I've taken Deja to all of my exhibits. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And it was so funny because I was trying to do a little recording of me standing next to Deja. And somebody said, uh, do you know this person? And I was like, I totally know this person. I was so excited. <laughs> I was just so excited to see them in there. And just, you know, just to see that your collection was chosen, you know, mm-hmm. out of nine, out of so many other things that right. they could have chosen, you know, that your collection right. was chosen to be represented in just nine and nine of that. Mm-hmm. So. And it, mm-hmm. I thought that was just so phenomenal, Debbie. It really was. Yeah. Thank yeah, it was, you. I mean, you have beautiful dolls and it was really good to see them too. So. Thank you. Uh, so one of the other questions I definitely, that we wanted to ask you uh, before we uh, finished the interview was, um, how has doll collecting really changed your life? Um, well, before I began uh, collecting, I was basically just mom and wife. <laughs> I didn't really have an outlet for myself. Uh, I've always loved to read and write and do things like that, mm-hmm. but I didn't have anything that else that I could do on my own that I felt that was fulfilling, mm-hmm. and I found that. Uh, in dolls and it's allowed me to meet several people all over the world who either collect dolls or make dolls Um, and through my online doll group I've met a lot of beautiful women who share my passion we actually met in in person for the first time in 2004 at the Philadelphia Black Doll Show in Sale Uh, and then again in 2005 we traveled to the that doll show and uh, we're able to mingle and you know do a lot of doll collecting things and buy yeah. more dolls uh, so <laughs> I mean, I've met a lot of great people um, and I've written articles additional in, in addition to the three books I've written articles for major mm-hmm. uh, doll publications and uh, you know it's just opened up the world to me I mean they're they're actually I've never let, met a doll collector that I didn't like. (laughs) (laughs) You had to think about it. But uh, no, really, I think we are really good people. You know, those who have the passion. And there are some people that are, uh, you know, every now and then you're going to run across somebody who is not genuine. Right. uh, For the most part. Um, Mm -hmm. Dog collectors are good people. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just share with you, share with everybody how they can get, how they can connect with you, and read your blog and uh, and, and get your books. Okay. Well, my uh, the hard copies of of the two books that I was told uh, there wasn't a market for, they sold out in six months. But they are currently <laughs> available in electronic versions at. In, at the Google Play Store. So okay. you can go there and just yeah. search my name, Debbie B. Hen Garrett, and both of those copies will result. Um, and then my blogs are Black Doll Collecting at blogspot.com. And the other is Ebony Essence of Dolls in Black, but I believe the URL is Dolls in Black at 
at blogspot.com. Mm -hmm. Then my website is Black Dog Collecting. <laughs> Um, dot wixsite.com slash dbg okay. yeah, the, the theme is black dolls so everything is black <laughs> dolls um, and uh, that's how you can find me on the internet or just search my name and pictures and some of my dolls will come <laughs> results they will they will show up mm -hmm. <laughs> great anything you wanted to ask to Tammy before we head out yeah there's, there's one more thing I wanted to tell you I wanted to thank you for something that we worked to, on together. We were talking about the, the Gabby doll and mm -hmm. how important it would be for them to mass produce it. Right. And Debbie and I um, worked on creating a, cool. a, a um, sorry, I can't think of the name, but you sign. Yeah, campaign. a petition. Petition, a petition. thank you, Debbie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we created a petition and, and had people from around the world sign it and mm -hmm. Mattel, um, mass produced that doll. Yeah, she was, they did. She was one of the limited, um, the, the Shiro dolls. Right. So that right. was lovely to work with you on that. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You did a great job on that. Thank you. Writing the petition. Yeah. Thank you. I enjoyed that. Great. Yeah, it, it was a good thing to do together. It, it, it became a reality. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I got mine. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. That's the truth. That is the truth. <laughs> Wow. Well, thank you so much, Debbie. It's been such You're a welcome. pleasure really having you as a guest on the In the Dawn World. And we're just so excited um, to uh, see what you have coming up next. So, yeah, we're going to look forward to that. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed thank it. Thanks so much, love. All right. You have right. a blessed day. Okay. You bye. Bye. Bye, ladies. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to In the Dawn World. Me and Tammy really hope that you enjoyed the show. Please don't forget to share our podcast with other doll enthusiasts such as yourself. And if you would like to leave a message on how you enjoyed the show or you want to suggest any guests that we should interview, as well as share information about what's happening in the doll community in your area, please know that you can reach out to us at georgette.inthedollworld at gmail.com and or tammy.inthedollworld at gmail.com. Also, if you want to see some of the photos we will be posting of our guests as well as the dolls that they talk about on the show, please visit www.inthedollworld.com. And until next week, add a little play into your life by collecting a doll, sharing a doll, or giving a doll a home. Until next week, thank you again for listening to In the Doll World.